If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you busy, Clitorati? Are you busy? So busy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm too busy. Oh, I can't. I'm so busy. All right. So busy. (laughs) We're looking for five busy people who are ready to make some more time for themselves and their pleasure. So if that's you, go ahead and DM us on our Instagram, Pleasure Positive Living, the word time. You can also email us at Pleasure Positive Living, the word time. We love you. You don't have to be so busy. Um, We got you. Time, time. Where is all the time? I my, Our more me time is my favorite um, exercise where I found like five new hours in my in my week several years ago. <laughs> Not since I've had two kids. But if you do want to hear an outing that I did with my husband, you can check out our Patreon for before and after. We went on a strip club scout on the LA And you went with Hollywood Alda? Strip. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I was, well, we went, it was hilarious. We went way too early. Oh yeah. (laughs) Not when people go to strip clubs. And um, we were planning on starting there. So it was really good that we did the scout. (laughs) You can hear all about it. The night ended up being amazing. So, but yeah, you can hear all about our date. Uh, Yeah. I want to hear about Katie at a strip club. You want to spice things up. (laughs) Without us? I'm in for that. Uh, Well, welcome, Clitorati. We have... A juicy episode today. Today joining us is a total powerhouse, a friend of mine, a woman on fire, and a PhD in EQ facilitation. She's not just a coach. She's a visionary who's created a transformative process known as SPARC system. This system is the heart and soul of women on fire. So Amber J, our guest today, has discovered the treasure trove of tools and experiences throughout her journey. And today, the four of us as coaches and committed to having everyone's desire on fire, we're going to have an open conversation. You're going to hear Amber's inspirational story and just feel her thriving throughout this episode. So please welcome Miss Amber J. Lawson to the Pleasure Positive Studio. Hi, goddesses. We need to kind of share how we met. This is a very kismet story. So I actually met Amber J when I was 24 with like an XXXXX boyfriend. <laughs> Who, Kate, I, Who, I yeah. think you knew him, Katie. Yeah. Who? I was around then too. Super oh, yeah. nice. I know Rick. I remember Rick. You weren't around yet. <laughs> you, this is a long time ago. Rick. This is a long time ago. I was probably oh, still a sophomore a, in high school. A, yeah. Lindsay yeah, and I have yeah. been friends and for was, a year already. I was, I was dating an older man. He was 16 this years old. like second boyfriend. Um, and he was, he was, he was, he was, he was the, a lot older. like an amazing networker. And he brought me to this networking dinner and I got sat next to Amber J and we just totally hit it off. And then oh. we became Facebook friends and like kind of, you know, kept in touch through Facebook. And then about a month ago, 
I see her at two, two of our friends, Liz and Roland, shout out to Sweet Nectar, ne- Sweet Nectar DJs. Um, we were there at an event and I see her, like, it was almost like a rom-com. I see her from the cross the way. And, <laughs> and I was like, I know her. I was like, I don't want to be weird, but I know her and I know her name. And I said, Amber J, we met <laughs> like 15 years ago. Do you remember me? And you were like, yes. And, and we started just catching up and we realized our journeys were so similar and there was so much overlap and we couldn't stop talking about pussy and desire. And I, and you know, you've always just had the most incredible energy. I knew that we had to have you on the show so that we could support everything you're creating and really just start a, com- a collaboration with you. So um, I just thought that was a funny way to <laughs> start the episode. <laughs> well, and I think it's so important especially as women in business and in corporate, that women were competition mm. at that point in my life. And I'm, I'm grateful that that wasn't a truth for me, but it was, it was like a, like a, a little T truth in, in the world. But I collected women over time and I noticed that mm. it all comes back around and thank God I wasn't an asshole. <laughs> no, That's you were, you were gotta... a delight. You were a delight. So I want to I jump right into your story. You're, you're on the red carpet at the Oscars and you have this epiphany. Can you share with us a little bit how you got from point A to, well, to now? Well, yeah, I was, so my life looked great, like walking red carpets, you know, I'm on the executive committee of the Emmys, um, top, uh, I run all the programming of AOL, I then run content for an international, an Italian base. I had to go oh, to Italy, so you all, you. I know, you're so really <laughs> sorry for me. Mm, yeah, um, so, so hard. It was so rough, you guys, but, so like I on mean, the outside, I was doing all the things that I thought I was supposed to do, especially a girl from Raytown, Missouri, right? I had made it. And, mm-hmm. and yet here I was feeling like, is this it? Is this what I, is like, it's fun and it's great. But once you've done it a couple of times, it's like, is this it? So mm-hmm. I'm leaving the Oscars in the back of a limo with one of my clients. At the time, I ran a social media company for nonprofits. And one of my clients was in the back of the limousine on my way to a sex <laughs> We've never party. done that before. <laughs> okay, okay. When she never. said to me, hey, um, have you ever taken a leadership program before? <laughs> it was like that mo- that moment in Go. Do you remember the movie Go where the guy's standing butt naked and selling no. Amway? That ring a bell? Am I older than you? Okay. It, it was that kind of moment. We're on our way to a sex party and they're signing me Wait up a for minute. this leadership What's the name of this course? leadership like, program? Okay, great. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. MITT. It's like- Oh, cool. Okay. That's like a sister we, we, program what? to oh, the leadership program. That- Nexium. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm a landmark person too. (laughs) Oh, there's Leo. Yeah. 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 I did that when I first moved to LA. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely transformed my life. MITT is like the spiritual version of landmark. So, um, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's an interactive and, and all of this. Sorry. My, my man, manly dog is protecting (laughs) us all from nothing. Uh, as they do. So I signed up for this, not knowing what I was getting myself into. And 
cut to, I found vulnerability. It opened my heart. I, everything that I thought was winning at life melted away and I got to experience true intimacy and connection. And I immediately, I was like, why are all these coaches around here? I will never be a coach. Cut to a year later. (laughs) Guess who's a coach? So uh, I, um, I, I wanted to bring the women from my corporate life along with me. I was the only woman on the dais table. I was uh, cruising around the world, which is really exciting and fun, but I was the only yeah. woman in the boardroom. And I was doing it like a man. because, And I was successful at it. I didn't know there was another way to do it. And through this process, and there was a class called Grace, and this class of grace was all women. It's a circle, sister circle, and bringing your issues to the table. And in the, in the sacredness of this, I got exposed to, oh, I'm not a weirdo. I'm not the only one having this problem or this thought or this thing happen. Like right now going through menopause and aging and breast cancer. I'm not alone. I'm not the only one experiencing this. And boy, did that just take so much off my shoulders. So hence Mm. I made this woman on fire just to bring others along with me to not be alone through change. and not let our invisible rules, our shoulds, shooting all over ourselves, get in the way of our actual gifts being expressed in the world because we need them more now than ever, especially considering the world is on yeah. fire and at war. The feminine, it is the, who was it? Not Ram Dass, uh, who said, uh, oh, it's the Dalai Lama said, mm. it's the Western woman who will save the world, right? So, it is upon mm. us to do this work and yes. to justify <laughs> our lives, by the way, in mm-hmm. order to uh, yeah. heal the planet. Totally, totally aligned Period. with that. So, so what, what have you, point? have you read Pussy as a Reclamation? <laughs> Pussy a Reclamation. It's on there. I hear that. I heard it. Yeah. I heard it. I could, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we share these codes. It's curriculum. These are, yeah, it's, it's absolutely, started it's our, it's our Bible. <laughs> so one, one thing that you, one yeah, thing that you said, it's, it's, said that really struck yeah, me and a conversation that we, you know, something that we have with all of our participants a lot is the conversation of self-worth, right? And something that, that you said that really struck me was with all of all the transformational work, because for us, right, we had, we started like the landmark route and then found Mama Gina and the missing link for us was the sexuality, very similar. But what you said was, you know, with all of this, you still felt that something was missing right? But you didn't know how to fix or even know what it was. So can we talk a little bit about for our listeners who are listening and they kind of feel that there's something missing, where's a good place for them to start identifying what it is inside of a self-worth conversation, right? (laughs) You already said it. It's this, it's this busy, busy, you know, that busy cat, you know, on the keyboard. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I have a friend in my life and we just, we always just do this. She's like, I'm very busy. Oh my gosh. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Mm. Busy is avoiding. <laughs> busy is not being able to be with myself. And the 
first step in self-worth is slowing down long Ooh. enough to listen. I, I can't. So I can't believe you're saying, I got to tell okay. you about a conversation me and Madison had yesterday. So we are, you know, inside of our own, mm-hmm. you know, female run business. We're in a very pivotal place. We just signed up, you know, to really reinvent our sales system and everything. And I got married and Katie just had a baby and, you know, Matt and everything that's going on in the world. And, you know, Madison is Jewish and, um, it, we, we felt that we were disconnected from our gut and that we were like forcing the actions. Right. And so I was talking to her and I said, you know what? I think if you get to a place where you're forcing it that much, you're just ineffective. I think that right now is a time for stillness and to take a moment. And I think that there's a lot of people out there right now that they feel like they are just pushing through the actions. So I I love what you said, because that is the first step of self-worth. If you feel like you are forcing everything in your life, be in a moment of stillness. And so we gave ourselves permission to do that. And I know that when I give myself permission to do that, I get more connected to my intuition and I come back tenfold more effective. Because when you're Mm. slowing down, yeah, long enough, I I call it the three C's, clarity, Mm. clearing, and committed action. So slowing down long enough in whatever way, and that could be a dance. It could be a bath. It could be sister circle. It could be a walk in nature. It could be, you know, bop, 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 bop to get clarity, to be in stillness. We were talking about taking a bath as, as a healing exercise, as a, uh, as, a, as a serious tool. It sounds silly, but it is a serious tool. I get downloads mm-hmm. in the shower every day. Water is a conduit. It puts you in a theta state. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's scientific. So that is doing the work. It just doesn't look like the masculine work. Yeah. This is the feminine work. That was what, these are the lessons not taught for Gen Xers. I'm a Gen Xer. Was not taught to me. I had to seek it out at first at Landmark and then at MITT and then at Agape and yeah. then at Mama Gina and then at ba 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 and da da da, right? Mm-hmm. Like, on a roll. And again and again and again, and from different angles and different voices, which when it finally landed for me, right, that this slowing down, listening to myself, I am the, I am the main <laughs> character of this show. And I'm the only one who can fix or direct me. And I keep looking outside myself who can relate. Mm-hmm. I still do that today. I catch myself in it. I almost went and coached another program because I wanted inspiration. I wanted motivation mm. and I wanted structure because I'm at the precipice of my business also. I'm like at this tweak, yeah. right? And it's uncomfortable because I don't have mm. the answers right now. And so I again sought outside myself. And thank goodness it got finally drilled into my head to not do it by myself. I asked for coaching from my PhD crew and they're like, Amber J, welcome to your (laughs) patterns. Welcome to your repeating pattern. (laughs) No, no, just sit in the, in the uncomfortable, in the uncomfort of this moment and this too shall pass Mm -hmm. and you will get the download and the downloads only. Yeah. And that you want, yeah. 
There's just like something I want to double down on that you were speaking to about the importance of slowing down as access and creating the space because the space is not there by default. It's actually programmed in us to not be there by default. So we have to actively choose it, <laughs> which takes a certain level of self-awareness of our what we're doing. And, and then a oh, certain level of willingness. Like there has to be something at stake to break that cycle, to get out of being too busy for the sacred, for our feelings, for our healing, for our growing forward. And this is just absolutely the time to too slow busy, the fuck down. If I'm too busy, I don't leave space for the miracle to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I was, we're, we're running these series of sexual satisfaction calls and, you know, I'm just having conversations with our listeners. And it's so interesting to some people are really, they're overworked that they are in a situation also where they kind of have to be like, they need to make the money to they're stuck in this. There's a trap. Like, it's almost like, you know, realistically for someone to break free and live a life where they're on, they're living their truth could mean an entire life overhaul. And there's no way in that can be done if there's not even the space to begin the contemplation to begin with. Um, but I'd love to, yeah, like talk about the, the significance of really honoring our truth. Cause I think that there's, there's a lot of jargon of like, live your truth, honor your truth. And for just the everyday person to connect to that. Like, what does that mean for them? Because maybe they don't have the um, platforms that we do, you know? So what does that look like just for the, the everyday person just trying to live a happy, fulfilled life? Um, and what have you personally found? And how have you, you know, yeah, like what have you personally found in that journey of supporting people to, to, to get to their joy, to be honest enough with themselves of what that is? let alone make the architect their life in a way that allows it to show up for it to be received. You're speaking real truth in our world is set up to just go, 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 to crank. And that our value is tied to that. And this is a real thing with women especially working women and working mothers, working moms, women. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Got it. Uh, That I, 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 this is my experience. My entire value was tied to my making money and having a specific title and showing up in a specific way. And then once I got this, and think of who all this happens to. It happens to athletes. It happens to celebrities. It happens to CEOs. It happens to people who do startups that break out. Uh, Influencers. It doesn't mean that you're prepared when success comes, that you're a, a better evolved conscious person. It takes intentionality to create the space, to seek the teacher, to do the work in order to up-level. I work with a lot of founders, cis white men, 
who create things in the world who don't realize the impact they have on other people. And now they're billionaires and their thoughts and movements impact so millions of people's lives. And it is, it's a heavy weight to carry and a lot aren't aware or conscious of it. Boy, did I get off topic. Here's Mm. back to the person who is trying to find their way is to understand that it's all made up and it may seem like it is a um, do or die, but if you don't take the time and the, and the time could be five minutes of meditation a day as a, as a muscle building exercise that will then open you and you experience Abraham Hicks and then you experience uh, Mama Gina and then you experience something else comes into your path. Maybe it's a clubhouse room. Maybe it's a podcast that expands your knowingness, the rules and that you follow in your life. Those invisible rules. I'm not kidding. Break the Good Girl Ooh. Myth is another one of our I haven't curriculum. read that one yet. <laughs> what are the invisible... Yeah. What are the invisible rules you're following? And that starts to chip away and break away from yeah, what we those think those things you, you don't know doing. that are running in the background. And it and it takes work to uncover that. Um, and, you know, we've, we've done a... We call it uh, the five-day makeover. We had a, a, a medical doctor on and she said, masturbate you know, talking about meditation, she said, masturbate for five days in a row, take a picture of your face before and after and see what you look like. So you yeah. don't even need to orgasm. You can just- Yeah. yeah. And so, and I think that that, you know, climax. for us, and I've got to be honest, I haven't been, I've been so stressed out. I have not been masturbating or having sex very recently, but I, I'm reminded in this conversation right now, I might do the five-day challenge again. You know, and and sometimes we can, even as coaches and facilitators, we let our circumstances get the best of us too, but it is community. Like you cannot do this alone. You need sister goddesses. You need a community. You need people to remind you of these things and keep you in the conversation because mm-hmm. although it's a simple conversation, it's not easy to keep this alive for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And this has been a really deep time of mourning and on what feels like a bottomless pit of grief in regards to what is going on in the world and on on just a human level, the level of divisiveness and hate. And, you know, I've been masturbating and I've really seen like, actually, like there's, it has not been fulfilling. It's like, I'm like, wow, this is a time of like reflection and that deeper growth. And I pulled a card before this. I did a reading before this, a three card reading. And where I had been was um, I pulled a water card and it was all about spiritual and emotional growth. And when growth is compounded, like it's in two areas, it can feel extra. So I'm this, I'm being called forward to grow spiritually and emotionally. So it really made sense for me. And Lindsay, I just connected the dots when you were sharing about your pleasure practice. I was like, oh shit, my pleasure practice is actually, there's mm. been like a, a missing. And what I think it is, is related to 
that spiritual and emotional growth, that my pleasure practice is actually no longer compatible with where I'm growing. And I get to look at that, you know, because like, I mean, for those of you who have been listening to the show for a minute now, like my, my pleasure practice has been pretty much like unstoppable. And this is like the opportunity with growth is like, we're never done growing. And when we think we are, that's the problem. That's yeah. when there's a, we should be concerned because we're actually never done growing and we're ever expanding, ever evolving into and continually becoming. And it takes, it takes a, a, a champion to, to allow oneself to, to, to go inward, to get better. Like think of an Olympian and how much inward time of self-discipline and practice to become an Olympian. So if we like look at that for ourselves as spiritual beings and these human bodies, like of becoming our an Olympian human yeah. being, spiritual being, then it's like the forgiveness, the allowing our letting go of the shame, stopping of a lot. Like we don't have to actually be judging ourselves to avoid these lessons. That the lessons can be the blessings. What if we bragged yeah. about our breakdowns mm. instead of hid about them and pretended that they weren't happening? And then go on double dates and be like, everything's fine. Me and Jim are fine. We're all good. Everyone's fine. (laughs) And then go home and be like, oh my God, that was exhausting. Yeah, because you're fucking pretending, right? And like, I just think that, yeah, this like normalizing the the breakdowns, allowing ourselves to come together, be seen, be witnessed, be in community amongst badasses because badasses grow. I mean, how many dope people did you meet, Amber J, in MITT? Oh, and they're still friends. There's, there's, they're confidants for sure. That's us. We met in a leadership program and we've been the best of friends since. So Mm -hmm. I think that our, our greatest relationships live in our vulnerability and in allowing ourselves to be seen and knowing that that is, you know, prioritizing that, you know, prioritizing the space. But what did it take for you to be seen? I fought it tooth and nail. It wasn't until I was in Mm. my forties that I even like, what does that even mean to be seen? And Mm. terrifying when it's like the, the masks start coming off, you better be in a safe place. Right. That is not manipulated. We were talking beforehand of there's again yet another cult on um, Netflix, the Twin Flames. Have you watched that one yet? Yeah, oh, I saw it pop up. I haven't watched it yet. Oh my gosh. Watch it. I can't wait to talk about it. I do like to watch stuff like that. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And okay. there's a theme of, of how those unravel. Whereas the basis starts out powerful and great and it's, it is a safe place and it is important new information that we weren't born with that our parents couldn't give to us. It is a gymnasium where we get to work out these new muscles of vulnerability and full self-expression and freedom and who the who am I and slowing down and um, listening to my inner voice and then what the action I'm going to take out in the world and being truly witnessed in that is the most healing experience I've ever had. Mm the most healing, more than talk therapy, more than I don't know what else, being witnessed in my full vulnerability, just stripped naked, changed my life. Right. And I wish it for everyone. 
but it is not a safe world for people just to be walking around being vulnerable. Absolutely. So important to be well-resourced and supported because you're right, there aren't just a, a bunch of safe communities out there waiting for you to just be vulnerable. I mean, it would be great to say we live in a world like that, but let's be real. We don't. And so our next best option is, is, is finding communities that can be a catalyst and, and, and create a safe enough container for us to transform. And I think the reality is a lot of people don't have access or feel like they have access to, to these kinds of communities. And Amber J, I know that you have a really powerful transformational story about community. I would love for you to, to speak to that. Well, I had mentioned about this workshop called Grace, and it was the first time I got to experience women across generations who held space for each other and whatever they brought to the table was welcome. And I just had a belief that women were always in competition for the guy, for the job, for the space, for the, the, the air in the room. And so for me, it was being loud and the most boisterous and the debt and that I, I loved it. And that's how I took up space. <laughs> and and it got me far. I was the only one in the room and I'll yeah. However, <laughs> however, I, I got to see in my experience of being around other women and how healing it is to be in community. Whether it's a church group, one of our groups, where where all is welcome, nothing is turned away. You can say the things you think you're not supposed to say, that you shouldn't say, that it's not okay for me to bitch about this thing or that thing that's politically incorrect. But when I speak it out into the into a safe space, it really dissipates the energy. And I, I get to know I'm not alone. We sat in tribes in our lives. We sat in red tents. We, this is what we're meant to do. And, and it's groups like ours that bring women together that heal that, that weave our stories together and know we're not alone. We're not crazy that we're having emotions or our bodies are doing weird things, or I want this thing and why does society tell me I can't have it? Or my relationship tell me I can't have it. How important that is. So that changed my life and made me, had me, make me. I was called, pulled into stepping into this chapter of my life, which is Woman on Fire and speaking to large groups of people about what's available for them. That they get to have, they get to be supported. And, and they get what to be I seen. love about this and that's is all like, we I want feel as the next human beings is community is actually like what Mama Gina okay. calls sister okay. goddess activism. And, you know, something that blew my mind was like, you know, Mama Gina inspired all of us, right? And we actually, so our whole first season was just us doing every chapter of her book. Mm-hmm. We started, it started as a book club about her book. And she actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's what great. we do in Women on Fire. Let's do reclamation. We, it's one of our three books. <laughs> it's the Bible. Mm. <laughs> I go through it. Yeah. But what was so it is you know, it's the we Bible. Were, it is the Bible. Years ago, it's an we awakening. were a fledgling podcast. We were not that big. And we, you know, we had 
been keeping Mama Gina updated and and she actually came on to the last episode and came on that and, and came on of our first season. And throughout that, like, you know, one might of our first say season. how supportive she is in such a genuine space has blown me away. She's been so supportive of us. And even if there's overlap in what we're doing, right? Like somebody might say like, mm. Amber does something so similar to you guys. Why would you have her on the podcast? Because that is the Mama Gina way, right? Like sister goddess activism is the next thing. Like we're not in competition. There is enough to go around for everybody and people will find the right program coach or do multiple programs. Like I'm a program junkie, you know what I mean? And that is something that <laughs> Mama Gina really taught us and, and really impacted <laughs> me. She has been, she's promoted us. She's done all sorts of stuff. And it's just like, yeah, there's no like, um, scarcity. She endorsed all of, of our courses. Right? If we have scarcity, we are never going to move beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. We live in an abundant universe. And amen. And uh, what is, what's the saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, the, when the student when, appears, the teacher appears. I don't appears. know. When what's the student's the, ready, the, the teacher appears. <laughs> Something like the that. Student <laughs> now I feel like demands the teacher appears. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Next uh, time I'll write okay. it down. Yeah. <laughs> but when the student's ready, the teacher appears. And what I noticed, like, I was, I was a huge David Data fan. I like sucked all that up. Then I was a John Wineland fan. Then I yeah. was, you know, the teacher is for seasons. And you, you, you gain that information that they have right. to give. And, and that may be a lifetime. It may be a year. It may be a course. And there's enough for all. And I, I truly believe the more we link up. Yeah. I think the more collaboration, the more, collaboration, the more, the more expansion. Women are free. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Which brings yes. up a good point. <laughs> Yeah. of another chapter happening in life. Tell us all about it. <laughs> well, I, uh, so Are I you, just went yeah. through breast cancer yeah. and menopause. Welcome to your 50s. Wow. Yay. Um, and like, I'm having a hot flash right now. I have to have fan on me, all the things. And one of the biggest pieces, so I, I truly believe Gen X is going to solve and out menopause. What I've just been doing some research around is the word menopause has been around for 200 years. How come we hide it? How come no one tells us in our 40s we should be lifting weights and building our calcium and our iron and our um, different minerals that we can be doing in order to support our bodies as we go into you this chapter You mean it's coming? No I fuck, can't wait. By the way, you, there is there <laughs> is like this. Yes. Chapter this of no veil okay. is lifted. It it is lifted where all of a sudden all the shoulds go away and all the I need to do this and I need to meet this standard or do this thing yeah. is just like out the window. Zero fucks to give. And and sometimes that most times it's a process to release <laughs> the fucks in order yeah. to like live your freakiest, like truest (laughs) self. The other part is there's like health tools out there. And so many of my friends, one of my friends is this like huge publicist, communications guru woman. She's going back to school 
she's very much in this. We're born on the same day. We call ourselves twins, but we're a year apart and, and we're very Ooh. different, but similar. It's like, she's such a Virgo and I identify as a Leo right on the cusp. But she is going back to school to mm. understand all the vitamins and minerals and how it works in your body. So you can hack your body because most of our medicine mm has been created by white cis men who do not understand the pain, the symptoms, the emotional, the medical, the the mental gymnastics we go through in order to function in daily life. And so I am about embracing women as we go through this. It is not like that. invisible Woo, years. You're giving me no something. Now I'm like looking over the world. I'm like Can looking I get forward to menopause now. Amen. <laughs> amen. A a pussy. Pussy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and having yes, great sex. Sex, mm. sex, sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's another thing in the like. Oh, I thought you were going DMs, in a different direction. Or, they're with in that. my DMs. A lot of women who've gone through divorce. <laughs> Who, <laughs> oh, well, that's that's absolutely true too. Uh, there's a lot of women going through divorce who are who are having their yeah. sexual revolution, who are embracing their sexuality. I know you talk a lot about that, but I, you know, I kind of sherpa them onto field and beyond and to sex parties and um, creating their boundaries. I hired oh, and I a highly recommend. I've this done shabari, but not with a shaman. a shabari shaman. <laughs> Okay. Mm. A shabari shaman. Shabari shaman. It was a nine hour process. We had, we went through all, it was, it was very spiritual, very sacred and very sexy where I ended up with a strap on. uh, There was spit in the face. There was, and it was, it was, it was a sacred sexual experience to understand and for mm. me to experience and choose my boundaries what, or what mm. like what were the things that were exciting to me like i don't like degrading talk that doesn't turn you're me such on. a good girl um, amber j it was interesting <laughs> having a strap on and like being it yes so like all like everyone should get that experience to go what do i actually like because as a girl from Raytown, Missouri, I was set, told good girls don't. And I had shame around sex until my 40s. What mm. a fucking waste of time. But now you're a sex I'm, Sherpa in a way. We all are yeah. in a way. Well, and <laughs> making up something lost that time. I love about yeah. what like, you're sharing get in there. is get juicy. really yeah. Yeah, destigmatizing nice. divorce. So I'll share something a little personal. So, you know, we've had like we've been doing our course for a couple of years now. We had some longstanding members that had been really working on their marriage, but through the program ended up choosing divorce. And at first the three of us as coaches were, did we fail (laughs) as coaches? But what I'm getting now in your share is that sometimes that is the growth and it's okay. Yeah. 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 And I yeah. think that we will come across that a lot in, in the line of business that we're in because what, because people do reclaim their voice mm-hmm. at different times in their yeah. life and do it again. Yeah. 
you know? So we go through different seasons of life all the time. I believe in seasons. We call it the sacred tree, right? Like your roots are extend from the bottom of your feet. The new ideas, the new relationships spring, come up the trunk. Then it is birthed into summer, the full expression of the the relationship, the job, the belief, the, I mean, you name it, right? And it's in all its glory. And it may be an hour, it may be a lifetime. But that tree, the leaves fall to the ground. This is the, the natural process, right? We create space for what's next. And if a tree holds on to <laughs> a leaf that is yeah. dead, it could kill the tree. It's true. Right? <laughs> so we have to let go of those leaves and let them fall and become nutrients. Yeah, and 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 as well as you know, I'm I'm thinking about the next having this this education before you choose marriage. The difference that's going to also make for people. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I believe if I so I was engaged three times. If I would have gone through Mm. with any of those. I would have been lying. It was not my truth. I was doing for two of them what I thought I was supposed to do because we had lived together. We had been together for a couple yeah. years. The next thing you're supposed to do, I guess, is to get married. I don't know. And, and I went along with it until something inside of me, I sat long enough to go, I don't want this. This is not for me. Like, and, and I, and thank God I trusted it Mm. and said, yeah, no, I, this is not for me and I have to to stop. Right. But a lot of us, well, I, I I think that my generation, we have been sold on what I would call like the patriarchal timeline, right? Like all, a lot of our listeners know my story and even, you know, I just got married (laughs) like three weeks ago. Um, and, but there was a lot of shame for me as I entered into my thirties and fear. There is a real fear if children are what you want, biological clock, blah, blah, blah. But there was so much shame for me that I was not living up to people's standards. And even my family was worried about me. So if you're out there and not doing things on the patriarchal timeline, whether it's marriage or kids or career, like, fuck that. We all are in our own journeys and our own personal timelines. Yeah. Um, well, and on that note, Amen. Amber J. <laughs> fuck, fuck the timeline. Yeah, no fucks, no fucks. <laughs> Amber no J, fucks. thank you no so much given right there. for no coming fucks. on today Zero and fucks. just having a, a collaborative conversation with us as our sister goddess. I know that you have some incredible opportunities for people. How can people follow you, get in touch, learn more about what you do? How's the best way for people to to follow you and learn more about everything that you're creating inside of this conversation? (laughs) That's easy. (laughs) Come to AmberJLawson.com. AmberJLawson.com. AmberJLawson, every platform. Uh, The Woman on Fire Mastermind on Instagram. And I am doing speaking. I'm showing up at retreats, doing pussy Mm. breathing, doing experiential exercises, sister circles, 
to heal this, to slow down, to identify what's truly in our heart, right? The three C's, clarity, clearing, and then the committed action so that you go into the world and live the life you desire. Yeah, life you deserve. <laughs> Ooh, I see what you're doing. Life <laughs> on fire. Oh, amazing, Katie Ooh. Madison. Is there anything you guys want to add before we close out this juicy conversation? Yeah. Perfect. No, this is awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. It's yes. such a pleasure to meet you. You are the real I know. deal, Amber Day. Oh. I want to know the next Shabari night. I can't wait to play with you all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all right, fantastic. All right, thank you so okay. much again to our amazing guest, Amber too. J. Lawson. Follow her on amberjlawson.com. All socials, Amber J. Lawson. We will also put links to that in our show notes. And with that, Clitorati, we're going to see you next Tuesday. Bye bye.